talk about nuclear disasters without at least prefacing the conversation by talking a little bit about Chernobyl. The Chernobyl nuclear meltdown um, is believed to be basically one of the worst that ever happened in the history of ever, and it took place on April 26, 1986 in Ukraine. People who have since researched why it happened basically said that it came down to two things. The reactor was poorly designed, and the personnel who used it had, had not been properly trained, and they didn't really have any good safety measures to follow. So in some ways, it's not like they had things laid out for them in a super um, effective and appropriate manner, and then they just decided not to follow the rules. They didn't really have any good rules to follow. Basically, they were going to shut it down for routine maintenance by disabling the automatic shutdown mechanisms, which was a uh, problem basically with the design. This caused damage because of overpressure and rupturing from all of the intense steam that was generated, which basically caused it to explode. It blasted through the core, and then a subsequent explosion caused fires. So when this happened, 30 people died in the immediate aftermath, and a lot of them were firefighters who had responded to the scene or people who had been working there. Uh, and then there were people in the surrounding areas who got acute radiation poisoning. There were roughly 237, many of whom uh, were confirmed after the fact, and at least 28 people died as a direct result. The fallout from this nuclear meltdown did change the sort of culture of safety for nuclear power plant operators. Um, and it did definitely put into context how dangerous these places could be for the people who live near them um, if the safety measures weren't followed and if they weren't you know, periodically reviewed to make sure that people were actually adhering to them properly. So what if I told you that, uh, in fact, there was a meltdown that happened before that was four times as bad as Chernobyl and nobody knew about it for like 50 years? So 30 years before Chernobyl happened, there was nuclear fallout from uh, weapons tests in Kazakhstan at the Semipalatinsk site. This is a site that is known uh, colloquially as the Polygon. Semipalatinsk, or the Polygon as we will call it, was from 1949 to around 1989, definitively the worst nuclear hotspot in the world. Where the Polygon site was, the amount of land around it, was about the size of New Jersey, the state of New Jersey. The USSR, the then Soviet Union, conducted over 450 nuclear tests, and these tests were a lot of them, you know, atomic weapons that were similar to those uh, that were dropped on Hiroshima. There were other types that were not airborne, but were actually like, you know, on the, like below ground or on the ground. So there were a lot of different types of weapons being tested. Astounding amounts of ionizing radiation. The thing was, is that the Soviet Union knew that they were doing these tests too close to where people were living in the villages, uh, in the steppes um, around them in Kazakhstan. But they didn't really care. So by late 1956, after these tests had already started, the dose rates for the radiation were like 1.6 millirems per hour, a hundred times what the report from the polygon would have determined would be the permissible or safe rate. So these tests uh, continued.
continued and so did the radiation exposure for the unsuspecting villagers who were living around them. So this went on until the collapse of the Soviet Union basically uh, and, and the Polygon site was closed in 1991. So for the last 20 years, together working with other governments, mostly the United States, the Russian government has uncovered the exact extent of the fallout from these tests. And within the first couple of years, more than 600 people were hospitalized with acute radiation poisoning. So just to put that back into perspective, there were only around 200 some people who got radiation poisoning um, directly from Chernobyl. So those numbers are already double, triple, quadruple the number. But over the next, you know, several decades, the number of people that they uncovered had been in some way affected, generations in fact, and that the government then subsequently has recognized as victims of this testing are upwards of 200,000 people. And it's not just limited to health conditions, although the rates of infertility and cancer are very high in this area, but also genetic birth defects, some of which are becoming increasingly more severe. Now, it's difficult to tell at this point to what degree it is directly being caused by the lingering amounts of radiation that are still emanating from the site, or if it is something where the parents who were affected as children or even pre-birth in the 50s and 60s uh, are passing on altered genetic material. The government actually at this point issues paperwork to people who live there acknowledging that they are all victims of the testing at the Polygon. So just to put some of this sort of nuclear fallout into perspective, when Chernobyl happened, it released an initial radiation dosage of around 20,000 millisieverts. So to put that into perspective, 10,000 millisieverts in a single dose would be fatal to somebody within a few weeks. The recommended limit for radiation workers every five years is 100 millisieverts. A full body CT scan is around 10 millisieverts and the natural levels of radiation that we all get exposed to in a given year is around 2 millisieverts. So then at the very, very low end, a dental x-ray is like 0.01 millisieverts. The thing is, is that the radiation that comes from like nuclear power cores or nuclear power plants ionizing radiation. So what happens is that it produces enough energy to free electrons from atoms and molecules. So of course humans are made up of what? Atoms and molecules. So when we're exposed to high enough dosages of radiation, it makes us sick because of cellular degradation as our DNA and other molecules in our cells and tissues start to break down. So acute radiation sickness, which is usually what happens in the aftermath of a nuclear fall out for people within the immediate vicinity. It can be anything from like superficial burns on the skin to seizures and neurological disorders to internal bleeding. Um, some of which can come on immediately and some symptoms, um, especially things that have to do with affecting your like sort of genetic uh, material could be uh, years and years and years away from manifesting. That's important to know because the story that I'm going to tell you about the nuclear fallout that was four times as bad as Chernobyl only recently started to make headlines when it was revealed that this uh, was going on because it took a long time, decades actually, for the former Soviet Union to recognize the impact it had had on literally hundreds of thousands of people within the range of the nuclear tests which were done.
The interesting thing is, is that it's not like this all just came out within the last 25 years. The government has known since they started testing, and it turned out in the, the top secret report that has been unclassified in the last couple of decades that even as early as the, the 1960s, the government was working with doctors to actually track the impact of the radiation which they knew these people were being exposed to. And they set up clinics that were under the guise of being like anti-TB clinics, you know, where they were actually having people come in and they were studying the effects of radiation on them under the guise of it being, you know, another kind of health clinic that then therefore the doctors were kind of not in on it as much. Although they did know that there had been an, a serious uh, sort of epidemiological cluster of blood disorders and neurological disorders and uh, the government was basically covering it up. And it also wasn't like they didn't know kind of what to expect to see in human cases because at the Polygon they were testing on animals. They were exposed animals intentionally to high doses of radiation to see what would happen. Now that this has started to come out, you know, and they've said that the you know, official numbers say somewhere, somewhere upwards of 200,000 residents have, have been directly affected by um, the radiation. The priorities of the government have been, I think, to have some level of transparency. If you were to go there, there are museums, um, there's some, there are some documentaries on YouTube you can watch where you can actually see what the test sites look like. You can see some of the films of the tests themselves, and for them, too, one of the biggest issues has been actually trying to clean up the sites, which are now long abandoned, but still have uh, a large amount of plutonium just hanging out, which is not only a health hazard, but as Russia has pointed out, poses a national security risk, because if that plutonium was to get into the wrong hands, uh, that could be pretty devastating. Although, I don't know that it would be more devastating than what the government already has succeeded in doing to its people for upwards of 50 years. You definitely should Google it, though. I doubt that this is the only situation like this out there. I'm sure that there are others that we don't know about, and maybe many that we may never know about.